everyone, welcome to Adoption Adventures. Um, we are once again <laughs> Adoption Adventures on tour. Um, <laughs> we are out for an evening stroll. Little Shadow and I have decided to go out for a walk. Um, I've had a really busy day, so we're gonna. Go on out for a little stroll to blow away the cobwebs, which is always really nice. Um, hopefully everyone's uh, having a really, really good week and everyone's doing well. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this is gonna be a rambling episode. It's not a rambling episode, but I think I'm gonna sort of talk about a couple of different things tonight, um, which will be quite interesting, hopefully. Hopefully it'll be interesting. Here's me telling you it's going to be interesting. You can tell me. <laughs> um, so really excited. Um, little man has just come home and talked to us about his day. Um, he had applied to become a prefect for chemistry. Um, so within his, um, within his sixth form, they have the capacity to become a prefect and they will then be mentors for um, year 10 and 11 students um, and he is really buzzing because he's just been um, approved for that so he is he's really really buzzing which is really cool um, over the weekend um, he had to go on dog sitting duty so he was uh, he was going to be looking after shadow this weekend whilst dad and I went out for a lovely night out with uh, <laughs> far too much to drink um, but it was really good fun. When we spoke to little dude about him being on dog sitting duty, he's on call with that, he, he likes that. He asked if he could have a friend over uh, and just sort of have some company. Yep, not a problem at all. He's usually got a couple of different friends that he sort of selects. But then he phoned me and was like, oh, um, is there any chance that the friend could actually be my other friend who is a young girl? I say a young girl, same age as him. Um, and I was like, okay. Tell me about this friendship. <laughs> and he was like, well, you know, we've been good friends for a while. We know each other from Explorers, which is essentially just scouts for older kids. Um, we've known each other for ages. We get on. You know, she's really nice. We're, we're good friends. I was like, okay. Is there a romantic sort of side to their, to the friendship? No, 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 we are just good friends. There's, there's nothing else there. No interest at all. Okay, okay. Well, what I've got to deal with here is he's 16. He's 16 and he's starting to get levels of freedom. The, the harsh thing is, the hard part about being a parent, I guess, 
is I've got a kind of it's finding that balance, I guess, of yes, of course you can have you know you are mature enough to have that time, but I've got to I've still got to put some barriers in your way just so as the respect is there, I guess. And that that's a, a, quite a challenge, I think, or I'm certainly, I'm certainly finding that, because it's, it's a case of, right, okay, well, what do I need to do to make this work? How do I need to behave to ensure that you behave? And um, I sort of had a chat with Dad about it, and he said, look, you know, if we... If we put all these rules and restrictions in place, and there was a romantic engagement here, all that would happen is he would find a way to have a romantic moment with this young lady just elsewhere. So, so actually, we need to relax, but we need to demonstrate respect. She then came over. Um, and she's an absolute delight. She's really, really sweet. And um, their their relationship was really quite nice. It was very, it, it certainly appeared very plutonic, but <laughs> with the um, certainly with an air of possibility of it not being. Um, but it was nice. It was nice seeing little dude sort of kind of trying to navigate that, work out where he was at and what he, how he would behave. Um, so that was, that was quite interesting. Um, and I thought well, he handled the entire social situation really well, actually, which was nice. He then told us that he, he thought it was right, quite nice having her over because he found that we weren't actually as embarrassing as he thought that we would be, you know. Never was there such a higher compliment as that. <laughs> um, but that was quite nice. It was quite nice for him to see that we weren't there to embarrass him, who we weren't there to make him feel uncomfortable. Actually, we want your friends and anyone else to come over and feel welcome. So I think if it potentially gave gave him a almost a trial of seeing what it would be like to bring a girl over. And I think he did that in a safe way by bringing over a girl that he wasn't certainly at the moment romantically interested in. And I think that that would have been quite nice for him to see. And um, then obviously as well, following on from last week's episode of who's the favorite, what's the favorite, um, it's, 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 been, it's been a really, really lovely week between little dude and I. He and I have been getting on really well. He has sort of dropped me a few texts from college and said, oh, 
this movie's on at the cinema, do you want to go with me? Should we book tickets to this? Um, do you want to go to the gym together? He's lent in for a, a few hugs, uh, distant hugs, but still hugs. And he has listened to a little bit of my advice and guidance on a few things. And I was talking to Dad and I said, you know, having having a teenage child, it's, it's like having someone uh, who's who's got multiple personalities because you can never tell what day you're on and if what you're going to say now is going to be okay and I was talking to dad about it and he said yeah he said it it can be he said but all in all he's not a bad kid right and I said you know complete bragging rights here he's a smashing young man he's he's awesome and the challenges that we're facing at the moment if these are challenges we're doing really we're we're in a nice place this is this is good and i can i can face these challenges head on um quite quite comfortably um he is in a really really nice place um, and that's that's really cool. He had something happen at um, college last week. There was uh, a, a tragic um, loss of life from one of the students at his school, which was obviously awful, absolutely dreadful. I think through that happening, however, it, I want to say maybe it gave him a sort of a thought of life being fragile and how important relationships actually are. I think it's it's given him food for thought. I don't think it's shaken his world, but I do think that it has given him a new sort of approach to certain things, which has been quite nice to see. And and I've been pleased that you can see that he's got an an awareness of the world and he's realizing that you need to keep that sort of thing in your mind, which I guess, None of us want the loss, none of us want the tragedy, but all of us welcome that opportunity to have a moment where we get to reconsider things and put things into perspective again. And I think he's just had one of those moments, which is awful. I wish that the event didn't happen, but the outcome is, is positive. Um, so that's that's been our week, really, and um, it's been an interesting one. It's been good fun. He's he's in a really good place, and uh, and that's been that's been really nice. I was just attending an event 
which was for something completely different. Uh, it was for my for my business, and I was talking to some people about what it is that we do um, in my business and the um, the experiences that we have. And I talked about um, working within the field of disability, but I work within this field but use a lot of the stuff that I've learned from adoption in that field. This then got this young lady talking to me about someone in her family who had adopted and some of their experiences. And it sounds like they've had to endure quite quite a challenging story themselves. And and as she was talking, it was like, wow, this is this is a lot to take on. This is a lot for someone. And she was talking to us and she was saying, you know, some of the behaviours that they're seeing from this young one are really quite challenging. Do you think that this is because of their background? Do you think this is because of this, because of that? And it was nice for me to be able to talk to her and say, well, actually, this is because this child is being a child. They have got their own story, their own experiences, and their own challenges. And actually, you've discussed quite a few challenging moments within their new family's experiences that would cause quite a lot of challenges for themselves. And I said that there were certain measures that you could put in place, certain things that you could do. And we talked about that for a little bit. And I sort of offered, offered my support. And she seemed really surprised. And I said, with quite a lot of pride actually, I said, you know, the one huge takeaway that you can take from the adoption community is you are never short of someone that will that is there to help. There will always be somebody else that has experienced something similar to you that will be able to just lend some form of support. And I might not have all of the answers for this family. I might not have any answers. But I can listen. And I can be someone that can appreciate some part of their story. Not all of it, but some of it. And I can stand shoulder to shoulder with another adopter and help another family. But it doesn't have to be me. I said, you know, there are so many other adopters out there. The community is thriving with people that want to help. And this this particular lady said, you know, that is really lovely because being a parent of a child with a disability, that's not always the same case. It can feel really 
quite insular. It can feel like you're kind of trying to do this on your own. And that can feel really scary. And I said, yeah. I said, but that's parenting, isn't it? If you're, if you're asked to be a parent and not have any support or guidance, or if you're doing that on your own, that can be really scary. And again, it comes back to the conversation we've had many a time about support networks and peer support and, and things like that, which is it's really, really crucial. Um, on that as well, the, the final sort of roundup of, of the week, I had a, a further um, the adoption regional agency that I'm a part of, and um, we had a really good chat about the things that are being put in place, the things that still need to be put in place. And what was really great was from my first ever um, sort of questionnaire survey that went out, it was all around training, um, what training was available, what expectations people had and everything like that. And we submitted our report and we submitted our findings to talk about how training needed to be uniformed, the support needed to be it, it needed to be in a way where it wasn't a postcode lottery so you were going to get the same experience irrelevant of which agency you went to and there was going to be more support put in place for sort of peer support groups and things like that and it was really great attending this meeting and being told that that had been heard and that was being actioned. And by April of next year, within our particular region, they are looking to roll out a uniformed approach to stage one. So if you, whatever agency you are with within our region, you should, in theory, get exactly the same results and ex the same experience with all, which I think is fantastic. And by that stage, then they are going to start looking at stage two and doing the same thing and reviewing stage two. It's that sort of thing that I think is so important and so great to hear. And again, I know I've talked about this in the past, but I'm, you know, got to talk about it again having your voice heard reaching out to adopt a voice having your voice heard is really important it's really really key because you said we did you said and obviously when I say you said what I'm going to say is you said but this is my region you said you wanted a uniformed approach we did put a uniform approach in place and all of that is because of you and because of your voice and you should be 
really thrilled to be a part of something that moves in that way. You will know that for many different areas, a lot of these things, they take time and those cogs turn slowly. So for us to talk about something and then within one year, it to be actioned and actually in place. That sounds like a long old time, but actually for a huge region to all get together and do the same thing, that takes a lot of work and energy. But that is how valued your voice is. These agencies have heard you and heard you say how important that is. And they're listening and they're doing something about it. There are not many industries where that happens like that. And it makes me really proud to be a part of this one. So thank you if you did speak on in my region. Thank you if you speak in your own. And if you don't, please do. Your voice is important. It's really crucial. So that's going to be it on my uh, roundup for the week. I hope it's been an interesting one. Like I said, you know, I, I had a load of different sort of topics to cover. Um, and I always, when I'm planning my episodes, I always think, oh, what, what should I be talking about? And sometimes actually I, I couldn't make an entire episode just talking about that really exciting news about our regional agency. But I needed to update you. I needed to tell you. Um, so it's nice for me to be able to share sort of a roundup of the week and keep you apprised of what's going on. Um, this week as well, I'm hoping that I've got a, uh, a gentleman coming on to be a guest to talk about his experiences and tell his story um, of their adoption journey. So I'm, I'm hoping that I'll be able to do that and share that with you next week. Fingers will be crossed. Um, until then, thank you for listening. Feel free to drop me a line of any questions that you've got. If you want to share your story, if you think that your story might be interesting, I guarantee it is, come on board and share it because I'd love to talk to you and, and I know the listeners love hearing from people other than just me. Um, so, as always, thank you for listening. Follow us on our socials. They're all in the blurb of the podcast and I shall speak to you again next week.